Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. What do you think the biggest barrier is between people and a healthy diet? Ooh, I think there's a lot depending on the person. I think convenience is probably near the top for a lot of people. Because of their busy schedule, they yeah. find it hard to find the time because because junk food is so easy and it, and it's so accessible. It's exactly. everywhere. Yeah. Or or if you stop at a convenience store, I mean there's a lot of them I think Quick Trip comes to mind where they try to give you quick, healthy options yep. where you can get like a salad or hard boiled eggs or, or vegetables or yogurt or all of these different options. But I think when you walk in and, and, and that's there and then all of the other things like a cheeseburger or some fried chicken or things like that, you just feel like you need, you need something that's going to sustain you. Well, you think it will anyways. And it, it's just difficult to, when, when you have all of that on one side of the aisle and then you turn around and you've, you've got hard boiled eggs and and, and salads, little miniature salads. I think yeah. it's hard. It's hard to do that. Well, and you have to look harder for it. You at, do. Yeah, absolutely. At, at a restaurant, at a convenience store, at a fast food place. Um, it's the minority offering. And it's also much more expensive. If, if, if you're a quick shopper. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking for like fast and easy, then that does cost more if you're going to buy fast and easy nutritious food but i don't i don't know if it costs more if you're buying like ingredients Here, here's what I'll, I'll tell you this is where it gets expensive i think for a lot of families if your kids won't eat it and and let's i mean there are let's just be honest there are a lot of people that live on a budget i mean a tight budget there's a lot of single parents. There's a lot of lower income people that don't have the ability to go out and spend that kind of money. So if you're going to buy, just for example, uh, a, a box dinner and you add a protein mm -hmm. to it, like a ground mm -hmm. beef or or something like that, and, and you're, let's hamburger helper is a great example, yep. right? If, you're, if your kids are going to eat that, then you have to spend more money on yourself to get create a different meal. Right. And, and then you have to prepare two different meals and that, you know, a box of hamburger helper and a pound of ground beef is what now? I, I don't know. A seven, seven, eight bucks for a combination. I don't know what hamburger helper is. It used to be a dollar. Yeah. I, I used to be able to, when I was in college, I could buy a pound of ground beef for like two ninety nine, dollars yep. and get a box of hamburger helper, helper for a dollar. And for under five bucks, I could, I would eat two meals. Yeah, I would right? eat like four or five. Yeah. Like lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner. Um, Totino's Pizza was another great example. They were a buck they when were I was a in buck. college. Me too. Yeah, I loved those things. I still love them. They're not good for you, but I mean, you want to throw something in the oven for, I think they're still under $2. I'm not sure. I, yeah. I also haven't bought those. And not because I'm like the picture of health. I just <laughs> I just haven't bought Totino's. Um, you know what? Okay, so besides the convenience, I think that's probably a huge barrier. I think cost is too. I think cost is, especially now, because everything is expensive. Yes. No matter what, if you're buying yeah. convenience foods, health foods, I mean, 
It's all insane. It's weird that a year into this or a little over that, I, I think back to the good old days when chicken was affordable. I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Because now, because of the demand for it, when beef went way up, mm-hmm. the demand for chicken went way up, which drove the price up. Um, I think just basic knowledge and understanding of nutrition is a barrier for a lot of people. I agree. Yeah. Um, just knowing kind of, there's just so much noise around nutrition, like low fat, low sugar, uh, high protein, keto. There's all of these buzzwords and yeah. all of this packaging that can be very overwhelming. And I think just understanding the basics of like, these are the macronutrients. These are the micronutrients. This is what your body needs, you know, to, to live is very, it, it can be very overwhelming. Right. To, to sort through what's important and what isn't and to figure out what your your nutrition goals are. And then there's, you know, the word, is that a healthy food? Well, you know, it's it just gets muddy. And I, and I think preparation to make it desirable so mm-hmm. you want to eat it yeah. is also a deal. Because a lot of people, there's a lot of Americans that don't really cook, period. They mm-hmm. look for very convenient stuff that yep. they can just throw in the oven or the microwave. But on top of that, then they then you're tasked with not only cooking, but taking healthy ingredients and making them taste delicious, yep. right? And I think that is another obstacle. There's a ton of obstacles when you there start are. thinking about it. There really are, and it, and it can very easily get overwhelming, and you just go back to what you know and what you're comfortable with. You know what's weird is I think we're living now – in an age that was created by a generation 30 and 40 years ago mm-hmm. when they didn't even consider that all of the boxed stuff and canned stuff and frozen stuff, like the frozen dinners and stuff, they didn't realize that that stuff was super unhealthy. Right. And all they were thinking about was busy schedules and convenience. And wow, we can fill you up and give you energy. Right. And it was super marketable. Yeah. Especially as families became dual income with both mom and dad working outside of the home, it it became like, this is easy. This is fast. Your kids will love it. And they put it in bright colored packaging and we're still living in that realm, even though I think a lot of us inherently know that that stuff is made from a lot of things that aren't food. Right. You know? And a great, the best example of that, and my God, I'm as guilty as uh, uh, as far as uh, enjoying it as anybody. But the the best example is most of the boxed cereals now that are in the cereal aisle. That's it's is how do they call that even food, right? Uh, but kids love it, people love it because it's convenient it's and it convenient. fills them up. And a lot of those. Um I don't know what you like substances or ingredients, whatever you want to call them. They have um, characteristics that become addictive. Sure. Where absolutely. You, you eat it and it triggers a response that makes you want more. Like a bag of Doritos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I love Doritos. So do I. Like, I know. I love them too. Not cute, but I love Doritos. <laughs> you know, and I know that they're not nutritious. I know they're not literally providing me with almost any nutrition at all when I eat them, but they taste good. And when I eat some, I want to have a lot. Right. So it's hard to know where, 
Like how to start. That's overwhelming too. Like I want to eat a more nutritious diet. Here's where I would start with that. And I know exactly where most people should start by getting advice from a registered dietitian. Yeah, we have a dear friend um, who was a guest on our radio show for a long, like a decade. Yeah. And um, she became a close friend and she's a registered dietitian. And she's a wealth of knowledge. um, And she gives really like digestible, for lack of a better word, advice on like where to start and how to transition your family to a more nutritious lifestyle. And it's not like you're just going to be eating kale and boiled chicken. No, she's also a mom and she understands what we all go through. Yep. Her kids are in sports. She's busy and she um, does a great job just explaining and giving ideas. There's also, I have another friend who's a dietitian um, at one of the hospitals locally. And she also does a great job of like, if this is what you normally feed your family, if supper for you is chicken strips from the freezer and French fries and... And by the um, way, we have both of those in our I freezer no, right I, now. This yeah, is not do. coming from a place of judgment no, because I know. we are yeah. by no means have this completely figured nope. out. No, nope, I don't. We definitely, it's we're aware of it and yeah. we try to be intentional, but this is not of coming from a place of judgment. So if, if that's a dinner for you, um, she'll say like, add a bag of frozen peas. Like that's an easy way to add some color, add a vegetable. It's easy to cook. Kids like peas. A lot of kids like peas um, or or corn. It's just like looking at what you're normally eating and adding, making like a simple swap and then gradually doing that until you get to a place that, that you want to be. Right. Nutritionally. And, and I know that can be incredibly difficult it, with, with yes, certain kids. Yes. You know, because one, especially once they get into a routine and, you know, here, I, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this. Uh, like here's, here's one of the things in our house. It's tacos, macaroni and cheese or pizza or cheeseburgers, what, cheeseburgers and French fries. Uh, or or a lot of the frozen like chicken nuggets and stuff yeah. like that limited limited palate and to to try to get away from that is incredibly difficult because you don't have time to fight right and right and, and I know it is, and the old it's not fun to make food a battle because right. that can turn into really long term sure issues but I, I know that they they've gotten away from the eat it or go hungry thing, right? Yeah, Which no. is the way that I grew up. It was like, you ate what was on the dinner table or you didn't eat. It was this that simple. This is what mom made. If you want to eat it, great. If you don't, guess what? You're going to go hungry. I've heard, yeah, I don't. I, I know I know that people don't do that anymore, but that's the way I grew up. There was a, a touch of that growing up for me too. Um, but I have heard one 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 way that is recommended by dietitians for kids that have a um, simple palate. I don't know what the right way to say that is, but um, is offer them something you know they like, and then offer something new. And then often they'll just eat what they like yep. and leave the new thing. Yep. Which means you're not accomplishing anything. Well, it's it's offered. The, it's the, there. The, the option it's available. Is, the option is there, but I mean that's. That works better, I think, with little kids. Yeah. Um, I'm because, just, I'm being because realistic. Because the more they're presented with something, I, I think they say like young children have to be presented with something like 
between seven and 10 times before they'll even try it a lot of times. So don't get discouraged if if you have really small ones that aren't trying new things. Like just keep offering it and don't make it drama. And by the way- I'm, Which is a, yeah. an area where I went wrong with our oldest when he was tiny and it's- it's not good. No, it's not, it's not good. But, but some, sometimes they grow out of it. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. But it, it. But I'll tell you this: there's a lot of people you hear about now, and I'm seeing people in their 20s now that still live off that stuff because that's what they grew up on. I have. I work with grown men it's, who, who right. eat like that, and that's and, just what they like. And it's like, well, I guess it is what it is. And the reason the reason I bring this up is because of all of the years on the air, uh, we had a registered dietitian, and once a week she would come in again became a very good friend of ours. Yeah. But I always think back when people try to give me advice on what I should be eating or what I should be taking to supplement my healthier lifestyle and, and exercise. And I'm like, no. I'll just go to the ba- the basics. Be- no, because I know. I mean, and, and I've learned whole foods. Yeah. It's that simple. I mean, literally, when they say walk around the outside of the grocery store, the outer you find yourself in the produce and the fresh meat and all of that stuff. And you stay away from those center aisles with all the boxed and canned mm-hmm. goods and the frozen dinners and all of that stuff. That's a really simple and great way to start. And I've also found this because diet can do so much for you without even exercise or anything else. It can literally change you because when I started a, a seriously working out, I was you know, I'm, you know, 50 years old and you get into it with a personal trainer and you start working. I'm, I was sore a lot. And then I started digging around and a lot of guys, you know, once you get out of your twenties, right, it's much harder to recover. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's funny because with all the supplements and all the advice and taking Advil for the sore and all that, the one thing I discovered was again, from another, another individual I was following on social media, a fitness expert, to eat things that are anti-inflammatory. Fill your, your your diet with leafy greens and vegetables and, and fresh fish and all of this stuff. Try that. And you know what? It was a game changer. Yeah. Literally. It, it is. And there's so much power that food has for your health. Oh, my God. It's, that it, it's unbelievable. It can cause health problems. It can solve health problems. It can do so much for you. And- and but by, it is also yeah. overwhelming. And but and I'm as guilty as anybody because I have I've got a I like a lot of junk. I Me do. Too. I love chips. I love potato chips. I love Doritos. You know what else I love? Chocolate. And you know what I like? Candy bars and cookies. I love <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. People ask me about that. How many times on the weekend do I say to you, I just want to go get a cake and eat it? Every single weekend. I love cake. Every weekend you want a cake. I just love cake. And and there's nothing wrong with eating cake. Right. And but, and even a dietitian will tell you, like, allow yourself to have sure. those things. Just be intentional with the majority of your diet. Right. Like if you're 80% of the time eating whole foods, you know, fresh meat, fresh produce, whole grains, and 20% of the time you're having those other foods, you're doing really well. Right. And, and I, I have also discovered, and again, a lot of people initially, when I, when I come at them with this, they, they look at me like I'm crazy, but as people, more people, not all, not everybody, as more people 
look for plant-based options when it comes to protein and things like that, if that stuff is prepared for you by a chef, I could put a vegan dish in front of anybody and make them happy because of the way that they, they know how to prepare it. Oh, right. The right. seasonings it, oh, it's and the even, spices yeah. and the, it, it's fantastic. I've been at some really good restaurants and I always look in the Twin Cities. Unfortunately, there are some options locally here where we're at, but not as many as I'd like to see. And I'd like to see people expand that part of their menu as well as the non-alcoholic adult beverages, right? Mm -hmm. Those are two things mm -hmm. I would like to see right. grow. And there are some locally, but you get, I've been, you know, we eat when we can up in the Twin Cities, you know, Minneapolis, you get in to some of these really good chefs that can create these amazing dishes that are vegan mm -hmm. and you wouldn't, you wouldn't even, you won't miss anything. No, you won't. They're fantastic. You, oh my God. They're, and not only that, but you, when you feel like you feel for the rest yeah. of the night or day or whatever, and you realize you have all that energy, you feel fantastic and you're not weighted down. This is just my personal experience. I'm like, I would eat more of that. But the problem is I don't know how to prepare it like that or where to buy all that stuff. Yeah. And that's, again, with just making slow changes. Like maybe you try creating a dish that you find the recipe for once a week. Or something like that, which is not accessible for everyone. And I understand that. The garbage I eat, though. I mean, here's... Uh, well, yeah. It, you, I'll eat... I'll say this because you are the one who buys the groceries. I do. Stop buying. Well, I don't think that that works. Please stop buying the I, when, when people say, if you don't have it in the house... Well, it, it, in today's world, if you live within five minutes of a Walgreens, well, right. you're going to get it. No, I'm, that's not the point. The point of not buying it is just don't buy it. Well, like, no, become a person who doesn't buy that kind of food. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If you have kids, you're going to have snacks in the pantry. I know. And when they come home from school, that's exactly where they go. Our, I think everybody can relate to that. Our kids raid the pantry closet every day when they get home from school. Oh, yeah. And I, I did the same thing. Yeah, for snacks. And I ate trash. Yeah. Because it was the 90s. Yeah, well, I did too And everything too in was dyed blue and yeah. green and it was disgusting. I, yeah. I, I mean, it, it wasn't disgusting, but now thinking about it, I'm like, oh, God, they did. They made purple ketchup in the 90s I, they, I think that made a comeback for gross. when was i know it was disgusting well it was gross but people who want to, and, and here it is we're at that time of year it's the middle of october now mm -hmm. and that i'm gonna do it this is it I, i've got the holidays coming and people are don't wait by the way that's one of if, if you're gonna wait until january 1st to make a lifestyle change Odds are it's not going to stick. You start. You can start right now, and you can still enjoy everything that you're that you're used to, right? But it's that time of year where people are starting to think about it. How can I eat healthier? Uh, when am I going to start my exercise? What am I going to do? How am I going to tie this all into my busy lifestyle? Mm -hmm. I would tell people this, and it, I think anybody would. It, it a healthy diet above all of the other stuff is the best first step you can take. Yeah. But there's so it's so difficult to do, you know, and I will say this. I have the ability to eat a lot of things that most people would probably like. No, like the other day you came home from work and you're like, it stinks in here. And I'm going to be full disclosure here. I had worked out hard for a couple hours, about an hour and a half. Right. And then I had maybe a, a half hour or 15 minutes on each end of it of warm, warm up, cool down. So a couple hours, and I was starving. I was so hungry. 
and I knew what I needed to put in my body <laughs> to recover, right? So I got a big pile of these baby leafy greens, and then I had a couple of cans of sardines. I know that sounds ridiculous to a lot of people, and they're like, that's just gross. It, for a lot of people, it is, but I can eat that, <laughs> right? And I feel pretty good, and the taste or anything like that doesn't bother me. I'm not eating at that point for, for pleasure. I'm just fueling my body with the best that I can. And you'll probably... I'll benefit from feel, it. Yeah. No, you will. I mean, you'll get, you'll grow strong. You'll get, you'll, you'll, you won't be nearly as sore. And uh, it, it all works like that. But a lot of people are like, I can't eat that stuff. Well, then find healthy things that you can eat. But it's not as easy as I think a lot of people make it out to be. No, it isn't. And I mean, there are ways you can tackle it in small bites, pun intended. Right. But it it, it feels super overwhelming. It is. Especially if you have a family and you work and you have a grocery budget and it's, there's a lot of things that stand in people's way and can become really defeating. We live in a world that caters to unhealthy diets. Mm-hmm. That, that's, it's built, I mean, for mainstream America, oh, yeah. that's what it's built yep. for. They want, they want you to pile frozen pizzas, which I love. My God, I love frozen pizzas. Is as much as people try to talk down about that, like you order uh, whatever. I, I like all kinds of pizzas too, but man, I love a tombstone pizza. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, no. Me too. and I, I know that they're not good for you, but that they, I mean, the world, if, if it's busy and it's a Friday or Saturday night and you've been running around doing things or you've been out and you come home, what's easy? Yeah, I know. A frozen pizza. I, uh, I can eat a frozen pizza like the best of them. I love them. I love them. So the, I think the best advice we could give anybody, I would love to have, without mentioning the business, the only thing that stands in the way of us having our friend, the registered dietitian is, is the corporate offices that employ her actually sticking to a meeting that they set. I wish they could do that. Okay. Well, we sh yeah, it would be great to get her on. Yeah. I, I mean, I might, I might just bring her in anyways at some point and be like, screw it. Whatever, just to have a one day conversation. Right? She's a she's a great resource. Oh my god, and she does make it very um, much e a, a tricky, overwhelming, huge, vast topic. She does a really good job at making it um, easier to comprehend. Because it's going to be another. It's going to be an obstacle again as we approach the holidays. Mm -hmm. Because if there's one time of year when it's really hard to kind of stay in your lane with this stuff. With healthy eating, it's the holidays. Oh yeah, the baked goods, you know, the big cookies, the big meal. It's all about indulgence. It that's is. what it and is. That's fine. It's yeah, fine it to indulge, but I think just uh, arming yourself with good knowledge is really important. Yeah. So again, will you hear us talk about JP Fitness a lot? That's a great place to start as well. I'm telling you, we've got a link on our website, and they're offering. Uh, a discount of 25% on personal training, which was the game changer for me, by the way. It's been great for me. I'm only on week two right. with Chris, but it has been awesome. Isn't it, and isn't it nice to have the one-on-one? It, -on -one? it really is. It is. And it's just I know. like him guiding me on exercises that I've done a million times and just helping correct form. Sure. Um, breathing appropriately while you're working out is really important. And I was not doing it correctly. Um, and just ha having someone to um, support you on staying consistent and like 
making yourself be accountable to that appointment that you set with your trainer. Um, And then knowing like I'm seeing Chris two days a week, I have a three day plan. So then that third day I'm on my own, but because of the, the knowledge and guidance that he's giving me, I'm confident to go do that. Nothing makes me feel better than when I'm in there and I see these guys, because I've met a few of them now. I work with Brett, who, but I'm telling you, to see somebody that's in there, and I know they're just starting, but they're there to make a life change, and watching these guys work with them, because there's so many people that get this stereotype in their head that they're going to have some super buff guy or girl standing there screaming at them, doing all, and it's, and it's not like that. It's not like that at all. This is not like that. I'm telling you, investigate, just go talk to them. That's all you have to do. One big thing I've noticed is that I'm lifting a lot heavier than I would if I was by myself. Yeah. Um, and it's giving me more confidence. Right. Where he'll, Chris will watch me do, you know, a couple rows, for example, and then he'll adjust the weight to where he thinks I can lift it. And I'll be like, that looks really heavy. And then I'll lift it and he'll be like, see, you did it. You can do it. Like, right. so I'm, I'm excited to see my strength grow throughout this process. On the flip side of that, I dropped a lot of, uh, as far as weight, I went down a lot because I was not using proper form. Mm. And there's guys in there yep. who are a, in way better shape than I am. And I noticed they were lifting lighter weights because they were using proper form. All of that is things you'll learn. You'll learn it. From yeah. a personal trainer. And and they'll meet you where you are. So right. if you're like, I'm in terrible shape. I haven't worked out since 2006. It's okay. Right. It's okay. I'm telling you, give them a call. They've got a link on our website. Set up that appointment, a one-on-one consult with John. He'll, he'll, he'll get you in the right direction. Uh, go to georgeandjess.com. And don't forget, because here it is, you probably woke up this morning if you're in the upper Midwest and you figured this out, it's cold. So if you live in our neighborhood, our part of the country, southern Minnesota, give Ryan's a call. Again, the plumbing, heating, electric, all of that stuff. Trust the experts. Don't listen to somebody who says, I know a guy who can save you a few bucks. <laughs> That's the beginning of a very expensive venture, believe me. So uh, again, Holly will be the one that answers the phone. They do a great job. They've been in business for over 100 years, and it's all about that local great service. So Ryan's also has a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. On that note, have yourself a fantastic, it's Wednesday already. It's Wednesday already. This week is fun. Where's the week going? We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m.